Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's show. I'm your host, Zach Drew. And I'm Andrew Bellers. We have a, uh, once again, we put a lot of time every week into researching to really bring something that is important to the table for Christians, for conservatives, for so that we can be properly informed on the most important subject of that week. And we have one of those for you again today, but I need to take a few minutes and, and talk to you about something. Um, something really cool happened this week, and um, it was a, a financial thing happened this week to the ministry that, that, that was great. And uh, I want to tell you about it. I want to tell you how you can get involved. I also want to say that, you know, statistically speaking, someone has got to watch a Christian TV show for about six months yeah. before they st- statistically say, I want to support that show. And so we've been on CTN. We're getting close to uh, six months. Let's see, February, March, April, May, June. Oh, we're right at six months. Yeah. So for those of you that have been watching the show, or maybe even watching the show in any other facet, and you haven't stepped up to the plate and supported what we do here, do it now. We don't have any products. We don't have any sponsors. The only way we are able to do this is because literally you decide. And maybe every time Every week or whenever I would say you decide, whenever I say you, your brain sifts it off to someone else, someone else, you, another you, but that's not me. That's, that's you, not me. I'm talking about you. We are supported because of people like you giving. And I, and I said uh, uh, a few weeks ago, how the summer months have been, uh, were very, very low. And, uh, some people really stepped up one, you know, person stepped up in a, in a, in a great way. And uh, I was actually encouraged because I went and did a couple of shows with Jim Baker. And I said, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I said, it seems like everything has totally dried up the last couple of months. I don't know if I made the people mad. I said something. And he said, no, this it, you need to expect this every single year in the summer months. People are gone. Yeah. And more people are on vacationing. This and that. More people are vacationing this year, probably than in any other year in the last 100 years, because they've been cooped up for they've an been entire year. Up, exactly. Yeah. I mean, everybody I know is in Florida. I mean, it's like they're all gone. So they're not yeah. sitting at home watching TV and, and find, you know, watching this show. So things were really, really low. And um, and uh, but I, I and I want to tell you this. I want to tell you what it takes to operate this ministry. A lot of people don't do that. They want to keep the numbers, you know, semi, you know, not entirely. Actually, a lot of public ministries do not reveal anything about their finances. Yeah. Uh, I don't agree with that. Um, and someone once told me, uh, a mentor of mine, that if you don't tell the people what it takes, if you don't tell people the need, then they simply don't know. They That's don't right. know. Yeah. They think, oh, well, you, got, you know, two guys doing a thing and, you know, lights. And, uh, you know, and that's it, you know, they've already bought the cameras. No. So I wrote a list because I don't ever, I don't really think about it, but I wrote a list out so that you know what it takes to do what we do. Not counting CTN because this airtime for CTN, we did a fundraiser and it was all paid for that. That particular year was paid for all up front. So not counting CTN, it takes right at $10,000 every single month to simply just stay afloat with what we do. Um, that includes uh, our, our contract for 9 million homes through Comcast ca- cable every week. We pay for that on a monthly basis. 
It pays for our accountant and all the accountant fees, media contractor, all of our subscription services each year, which totals into the thousands of dollars. It includes a Wi-Fi, but it's not a regular Wi-Fi bill. It's it's a business type of status, one gig every millisecond yeah. type of Wi-Fi that we have to upload our, our content. We have a, a AC and, and heat bill that's just for the studio. We have insurances, and now including our new cyber liability insurance. Um, and, and also know that every single dollar that you give to this ministry, it also goes to support other local and global ministries. Yeah. One, uh, for example, one ministry is called Orphan's Hands. And a percentage of every single dollar you give gets donated to Orphan's Hands on a monthly basis. And that's one ministry. And they literally rescue girls before they are sold into sex trafficking. Yeah. And they have this incredible village with like five or six massive buildings in Moldova where they, they live and they're discipled and they're taught the word of God. It's an amazing thing. And every a percentage of every dollar you give goes to that. We feed hungry and needy people uh, every single month because of what you give to the ministry. Yeah. That, that is what happens. Um, and also it goes to your salary. It goes to my salary. We do all of that for 120,000 a year, $10,000 a month. That in and of itself with our reach is an absolute miracle. Yeah. And, and, and I know you tune in for the show, but you've got to do this every once in a while. And if you do count CTN, CTN is expensive. And we weren't counting that because if it was, then our, our, what we need for every year is not 120. It's closer to 170 or 175,000. But if you don't count CTN, it's $10,000 a month which is a miracle. And we, there were, there were two months where we basically brought in around 5,000, about two and a half months, we're averaged out to 5,000 bucks mm. uh, per month. So we were down well over 10 grand. Yeah. And it's like, what, like it was, it was scary times. All that to say, we need your help moving forward. And you have an opportunity right now for every single dollar to be matched. We have a friend, uh, he's, a, he's a partner of this ministry. His name is Stan. And over the years, he really has become a, a friend of mine. He called and he said that he is going to donate up to $5,000 to the ministry over the next 30 days in matching giving. So right now, because of Stan's generosity, I'm asking that you would be generous. So if you give a dollar right now, it's worth two. A hundred is worth 200. You have 500 and it's a thousand. If you give a thousand bucks right now, it's $2,000 to the ministry. Yeah. And, and I'm praying that some people get involved that. So if 5,000 his and match 5,000, that put that, that literally will pay for an entire month of operating costs during the slow summer months. Yeah. And I'm praying there's an overflow. I really am. Uh, you know, and it all started with, with the seed of Stan's generosity. We want to thank Stan for what he did. And maybe there's someone out there that is saying, you know what? I've been watching your show for too long. I've been loving it for too long. And I'm feeling convicted for not getting with you. And I want to sponsor in a big way too. I, maybe, maybe someone wants to sponsor an entire month by themselves. I don't know, but just pray about it. Pray about it. Be a part of this. Now I say all that. And now Oh, I got to tell you how, you know, how to do it, right? Go to the website, click the bright orange donate button website. It's actually, it's all on the screen. Orange donate button, Tithe PayPal, 
or you can write us the old fashioned way, but let us know that it is for the matching. You know, you need to put it in, in the description and in, in through PayPal, Tithely, or in your letter. We have a very important show today. Please get involved. We'll be right back after this. Well, last week I said that mandatory vaccines were coming and what you should do whenever government appointees arrive at your door yeah. and say, we need you to take this vaccine. Many didn't believe me. I had to even delete some very unkind comments. You're crazy, Zach, you know, it's still a choice that won't happen. Well, if you can read an article like I have in my hand and still believe that that is not in the very near future, then, well, you're just not real smart. I mean, I don't know how else to put it. I mean, you're just not real smart, okay? The DOJ declares vaccine mandates are legal. Federal law does not prohibit public agencies and private businesses from requiring COVID-19 vaccines that are under emergency use authorization, the Department of Justice concluded in an opinion. Three major government entities, the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, California, and New York City said Monday they would require some or all of their government employees to get vaccinated or be tested weekly. As access to the COVID-19 vaccines has become widespread, numerous educational centers, employers, and other entities across the United States have announced that they will require individuals to be vaccinated against COVID-19 as a condition of employment, of enrollment, of participation, or of some other benefit or some other service or some other relationship or some other access. The DOJ's Office of Legal Counsel wrote, for instance, certain schools will require vaccination in order for students to attend class in person, and certain employers will require vaccination as a condition of employment. The opinion notes that some have questioned whether such entities can lawfully uh, impose such requirements. In the opinion, the DOJ Office of Legal Counsel says the law concerning emergency youth authorizations does not prohibit public or private entities from imposing vaccine requirements. Yeah, and it's, <clears throat> I know it's a lot of schools. I actually have a friend who is uh, going to college right now who's fighting to get a vaccine exemption. Um, it's nuts. He actually had COVID, so he's got the antibodies. But, you know, they're also talking about, he had COVID like a year ago. They're also talking about, we don't have an article here, but they're talking about doing maybe even boosters every year. I mean, this just got insane. Yeah. Yeah, boosters, that's right. And, and, and companies are already getting getting involved and saying, all right, here we go. Google will require employees to be vaccinated before returning to offices. Oh, there, oh, Facebook requiring U.S. employees to be vaccinated to return to work. This is the, understand that this is once again something that the good old Marxists are using to create class warfare because they understand that there is a side of the political aisle that simply does believe whatever they're told. And that's their constitutional right that they can do that. And there's another side of the political aisle that just simply doesn't. They want the facts. They wanna, they wanna see the studies. They wanna see the cold, hard 
facts, the truth. And we don't just trust big government. And because of that, it is a largely a political, there are the exceptions on both sides, but it is largely a political issue that conservatives are not a huge fan of this particular vaccine. Not yeah. even to say that they're all anti-vax, but anti this vaccine. It is a, they are ostracizing conservatives through it. And it's only the beginning. If they said schools, schools right now, you can't take it if you're under 12. Once again, you just don't get it. If you don't think that's, that's gonna change. Anthony, uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci is already saying, have you not seen that over 400 kids have died of COVID? They're not immune from this. And no, he wasn't talking about today or this week. He was talking about the entirety of COVID yeah. and never li listened whether that kid also was dying of cancer or anything like that, 400. So, but they're already, the, you know, saying, hey, listen, kids aren't immune from this. So if you think it's going to only be for kids that are 12 and over, you are so wrong. You're absolutely wrong. And listen, I'm telling you right now, when schools start mandating this, you are going, I am forecasting, you are going to see conservative homeschooling networks explode throughout this country. And if this thing, if this can be a state thing, it's not, when it does become mandatory, it's not from a federal level, like, hey, everybody's got to wear a seatbelt, but you know, the sovereign states will actually be sovereign and get to choose. If this can be a state thing, it will be the final straw for tens of thousands of conservatives to finally pull the trigger and move to red states. That's what's coming. This is such a big issue. They're coming for us. This is so much darker, more sinister than people understand. They're coming for, it, it's Karl Marx. It's the cultural hegemony. You know, who's the enemy? Who's a part of the cultural hegemony? Who rules it all in, in, in the Marxist mind. White, male, American, cisgendered, straight, able-bodied Christians. That's it. They are the oppressor. They must pay reparations. They are the enemy. And this is what they're doing. So they're, and, and they're using cultural hegemony. They're using Marxism, they're using CRT to accomplish all these goals. And it's to ostracize first conservatives to get to what they really wanna ostracize, which is the body of Christ. The body of Christ is the ultimate enemy, and they're coming for us. They will force conservatives to separate from society. That's what this is going to do. I'll, I'll show you, I will show you articles about, I mean, uh, here, I'll just read one, and we'll, 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 we'll go back in, in and, I'll, and I'll go back to what I was getting ready to say. Joy uh, Behar from The View, don't take a vaccine, which is talking about conservatives. You need to start threatening Americans, threatening their freedoms unless they get vaccinated. CNN's Don Lemon, if you're not vaccinated, you can't be allowed in grocery stores, sporting events, even at work. Fox News star says unvaccinated should be banned from restaurants and, uh, and colleges. And those are just, I mean, literally, you can just Google searches. You don't have to be a researcher to realize that they are trying to ostracize conservatives. Yeah. Separate us from society because we are the enemy. We stand in the way of their goals. We are too archaic to believe in a global society uh, of, of socialism. There's a day that's coming that we're gonna be more marginalized, more ostracized than even now. 
And as the world grows darker and more wicked, those that do not condone the darkness, those that do not affirm the wickedness, basically I'm saying that those that hold to a conser- conservative values will become the enemy. And my gosh, if you are a Bible-believing fundamentalist who is also a conservative like myself, that is and will be the ultimate target. Now, understand that not all conservatives are Bible-believing Christians, but nearly all Bible-believing Christians are conservatives because conservative values are rooted within the Word of God. You see, they are, read between the lines. You need to be a critical thinker. They are establishing an antichrist system in the world. They are dismantling America because out of its ashes will rise the phoenix of the new world order. They are dismantling America also while clearly establishing who the enemies are. Now, isn't it just interesting that today, right now, the far left's enemy is the same ultimate enemy of the Antichrist, Christians. And that is why I believe many under the far left, uh, uh, you know, that are part of the far left are operating under the Antichrist spirit. And and they're building a, a united global world for the son of perdition to rule over a sovereign for a short time. It actually says in Revelation 13, it says this, Also, it was allowed to make war on the saints and to conquer them. Okay? It was allowed to make war on the saints and to conquer them. That's talking about the beast government. I mean, just think about that. The government of the world, the government will wage war on Christians on the earth. War, war on Christians. The world government will according to Revelation 13, and their crime, worshiping God, Jesus being their Lord and Savior, being Christ-like, not affirming their darkness, war because of it. These types of things don't happen overnight, though. The descent will be cult... Oh, this is important. Oh, this is important. The descent will be cultivated strategically over years towards the people of God. And we're seeing that now. I'm going to show it to you. Uh, I can actually even show you. I I had a little section in in my notes, a little history lesson. Tell me how this doesn't happen overnight. It's just the little seeds that are planted. You see, during the early 1930s, at the time of the Nazi rise to power, Germany was experiencing great economic and social hardships. The country had to pay enormous compensation to the Allies, as a result of losing World War I, they had to adhere to the Treaty of Versailles, whereby they could no longer have a large army and had to give up land. They experienced severe inflation and economic instability, experienced great unemployment. So what did Hitler do? Hitler used the Jews as a scapegoat, blaming them for Germany's economic and social problems. The Nazi party promised to resolve these issues and in 1932 won 37% of the vote. The Nazis would use propaganda campaigns to promote the party's hatred of Jews. It took 10 years, roughly. 10 years of propaganda. It started out as 
little seeds scattered here, scattered there. And as the hatred began to grow, it was, and it was fostered with great care, once the brainwashing was complete, many regular German citizens were totally okay with the government's attempt at totally exterminating a race of people. But it took time, it did, some time. So when, when, when Revelation 13 says, and put that up on the screen, when Revelation 13 says, also it was allowed to make war on the saints and to conquer them, understand that it will take time. But as that day approaches, you should be able to see the seeds being scattered throughout, making Christians out to be the enemy. But it will start with conservatism, which is rooted ultimately in the word. Yeah. It'll start there and then it'll move to their ultimate enemy, <coughs> being the body of Christ. And we're really not too far from that. I mean, the thought of, of a mass delusion in this country, we're already at the point where like, <clears throat> where people have been convinced that men and women, that's not a thing anymore. That's just a concept of the mind, that, that male and female are, are not, the distinction is not drawn biologically. It's a yeah. sociological thing to the point where I saw an article the other day. There's a, a teacher who was teaching his class and while he was teaching, he said um, something about a woman when she gets pregnant. And then he said, I'm so sorry. I have to apologize because I said that you have to be a woman to be pregnant. And I don't believe that that's true. And he was scared for his career yeah. because he might have said something. Uh, we've, uh, we're already in the midst of mass delusion in this country. We're not far from this. And that was a conservative example to ostracize conservatives. And like we made the point, I'm just bashing it in. It's to get ultimately to Christians because Jews, six million of them were killed. Three million Christians were killed. World War II was fought between the years of 1941 and 1945. Let's just say for a moment, you had, you had access to a time machine and you were able to go back 20 years and you were able to find a couple of young adults that would later become Nazi soldiers in the death camps who would throw Jews, would throw Christians, men, women, little children, even babies into the ovens, into the gas chambers. You find those guys 20 years early, earlier and I tell them to do something like that or if they would even like to do something like that, I bet you that they would have been absolutely appalled yeah. That I was a psychopath. No one is capable of such evil, at least not in Germany, because it doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. It's the seeds of the cultivation of Jews are bad, Christians are bad. I mean, this is what was taking place in Germany. And it's going to happen again with Christians. Article, evangelicals resist, oh, it actually says white evangelicals because you got to put CRT in there too. Yeah, because that's a part of the culture of Germany. So we're not talking about CRT. So I mean, why didn't but it's evangelicals resist COVID-19 vaccine, most among religious groups. It's Christian. So, so who's the enemy? Who's who is causing the, the vaccine or, or, or COVID not to die? 
it's those evangelicals. Yeah. And let's go ahead and tack on white evangelicals too, because you know we'll, we're going to go ahead and, and destroy you know the culture of Germany, you know, in our minds as well. This is Marxism. Yeah. But it's the Christians. It's the evangelicals. Headline: White supremacist ideas have historical roots in U.S. Christianity. U.S. Christianity is bad. It's yeah. evil. It's the seeds being scattered. If you're a U.S. Christian, you are rooted in, in white supremacy. Christianity, bad. <laughs> and it's, it's funny that all of these actually are, are CRT articles as well. We pull from our pile. Uh, white, white Christians, because I'll tell you right now, if they're coming after white Christians, it's like, it's like, was it Martin Neomoller that, you know, had the line of the Holocaust? First they came for the so-and-so and no yeah. one spoke up. Then they came for the, and no one spoke up. Then they came for, no one spoke up. And then they finally came for me and no one was there to speak up. Listen right now that the Marxists do not care about white people or black people or yet, you know, red, yellow, brown, yellow, black and white, whatever. They're all precious in sight. They don't care. Yeah. They care about destroying America. And so, yeah, they might be coming for the white Christian Ameri um, um, Americans right now. But my gosh, they're coming. If you're a black Christian, Asian Christian, whatever you are, they're coming for you too because their ultimate goal is to take down the body of Christ. Well, they're not just coming for white Christians. They're, they're coming for white, what they deem as white Christianity. So they they will completely redefine the gospel. The anti-racist gospel will be the the will be black Christianity, and this oppressive Christianity that has existed for thousands of years that's white Christianity. So if you believe that that Jesus Christ is your savior, that that you need to be saved from hell because of your sin, then that will well that's that's the white gospel. And that just sounds so racist to ever think that. A white Christianity or a black Christianity would be superior in any way. No, there is no such thing. It doesn't, it may exist, but it's not true. Right. The only true gospel lies within the word of God. It's just, and there is no white Christianity. There is no black Christianity. Yeah. It's there just a tool to redefine it so that they can tear it down. Exactly. They're coming for conservatives. They're coming for Christians. Like I said... There's articles illustrating the, ostrac the ostracization of conservatives and those who do not bow at the altar of big government. I read to you about Joy Behar, that we need to threaten Americans unless they get vaccinated. Because in the article, she said, the thing about mandates, we have given them lottery tickets. We've given them incentives. My gosh, you know, all over the place. Football tickets. We've given Americans Krispy Kremes. If they, what do we need to do? We've already given them a five cent donut. I mean, just the idiot, the, the, just such an idiot statement. So the next steps might be to, we look at threats. Don Lemon, like I said, unvaccinated shouldn't be in grocery stores, sporting events, even at work. And even Fox News star. said, so if you are unvaccinated and you are going around untested, you are an arrogant, selfish SOB. Wow. Strong words. Wow. And take just a couple of, I mean, truly a couple of seconds. We are out of time. Mm -hmm. And all for what? All for what? This COVID-19, that is what? 
Yeah, I mean, you really, this is all easy. I honestly go look this up yourself because it's very accessible. I did not have to. Because I found it shocking whenever he brought this to me. I did not have to dig for this. So, in our state of Illinois right now, the weekly average, COVID is killing six people per day. Only six people in the whole state per day are dying from COVID. The weekly average for the USA, for the whole nation, is about 290 people are dying of COVID each day. Which, which, if this was a normal year, like 2019, this is from the, the 2019 CDC statistics, that would only account for less than 4% of the total daily deaths in the entire nation. <clears throat> uh, COVID's daily average cause of death is lower right now than the top six causes of death, including stroke and Alzheimer's disease. Heart disease is about... In 2019, killed a little under 700,000. Then it was cancer, accidents, uh, respiratory diseases, stroke, Alzheimer's disease, and COVID is under all of that. We, I mean, the, the, the whole point is that we are not in a crisis right now. Like, yes, COVID was, was more dangerous than the flu. I mean, it's interesting, though, that in 2019, yeah. 50,000 people died from the flu. Last year? Zero. Literally, the record said zero. No it reported went, deaths. It went from over 50,000, and then in an entire calendar year, the record said that zero Americans died from the flu. 50,000 to zero. No, every single one of those numbers was just counted as a COVID death. Yeah. Listen, I want to end with three scriptures during this, because we know that the COVID mania happening right now has nothing to do with science. We've shown that it's about control. Here's three scriptures to end with. James 1, 2 and 8. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that ye may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Romans 8.18. So because we might have to go through some trials. If, if we don't, we are, we are in the minority for all of church history. Romans 8, 18, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. 1 Corinthians 9, 24 says this. I'll leave you with this. Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. We are totally out of time for today's program. Once again, we have the opportunity right now because of Stan is willing to match up to $5,000 for these slow summer months. If you want to be a part of that, please do it. We'll see you next week. 